this church. I am Philemon. I was taught by the spirit of the word within me. His message of love, grace, mercy, forgiveness, peace, and truth is mine also to you. About three years ago, the Spirit of God told me that He wanted me to minister to you His message of grace. He made it clear to me that as I minister, it must be a message that's gracious because He is gracious. The message must represent Him. And so, as I go forward, the overarching theme of taught by the Spirit would be a message not to condemn not to accuse, not to point finger, not to judge. It's just to share his message of grace and truth to you. You see, God is not here to accuse and judge and condemn anyone. That was Satan's job. So we as children of God who are sharing his message to the masses, to all our fellow men, to the world, to his church, the overarching theme has to be God's grace. God's grace that is sufficient for us. Because without understanding that, without us moving forward with grace, it is difficult to share in such a way that people who are hearing the message of grace and truth from God instead of them feeling condemned in that message they get the sense of God's love and forgiveness and a second chance to do things right fellow men before we continue this message is to be in parts you see God told us in his word that it's by grace we are saved through faith and it's not of ourselves, but it's the gift of God, lest any man would boast. Let's think about that scripture and what God is saying to all of us. And I want to make this clear. God is saying this to every single person on the planet because we are all his children. It is he who created us and not we ourselves. We didn't come from a Big Bang. We didn't evolve from monkeys and whatever they're saying out there. It's our Heavenly Father, the Creator of heaven and earth, who said to the angels in heaven, His family of angels, His family in heaven, let us make man in our image and in our likeness. And then he set out doing exactly that. So it's by grace that we're saved. Through faith in this grace of God. And not we ourselves. It's a gift of God. We cannot work for grace. In such a way that God say, Oh, he's so sweet. Oh, look at what good thing he just did. Or she just did. Oh, let me give them. Let me save them. Let me bless them. Yes, God bless our good work if we're moving with kindness towards our fellow man. No doubt it's a principle. But you could do good works 
and say right after doing a good work, going to do evil work. And what God is saying, without the knowledge of who you are, that you are his children, that you came from a creator, from a heavenly father who's gracious and loving and merciful. There's no hatred in God. So with individuals understanding this, that they came from a heavenly father who is gracious and loving with a full understanding of this we could now live our life not with malice and prejudice and hatred in us but with love and unity and kindness a life that's full of grace a life that's full of truth a life that's full of love full of mercy full of compassion for each other a life that's giving that's sharing so I say all that to say this so what God is saying that because you do some good thing doesn't mean that you are righteous it's doing a good thing with the understanding of who you are that after that good thing comes another good thing and you do another good thing and we do another good thing and we do another good work and these good works are kindness, showing kindness to people, to human beings, moving the compassion out of ourselves, knowing that you're God's child. That person, whatever they do is blessed. But someone who just do good things because they know they could give some money to this project or whatsoever because they know they could file taxes. There's a reason why they're doing what they're doing. Or I scratch your back. Because you know later on you can scratch my back and all these kinds of stuff. That's doing good works with ulterior motives. And he's not talking about that. He's talking goodness coming out of us naturally with no strings attached. So when God said by grace we're saved through faith. He's saying it's by grace, by God's grace, his kindness to us. We who were lost in sin and still living lives that are unjust, unrighteous. God look at us and say, while we were yet sinners, he sent his son to die for us. That's grace in action. That's like you investing in a stock before you even know that it's going to reap dividends. But God invested in us because he knows that we are his creation. It's we who don't understand that. So he's telling us, and he's saying to me, fellow man, minister in grace. Minister my message that I'm giving to you with grace, not with judgment, not with condemnation, but with grace and truth. So let's go back to the scripture. It says, for it's by grace we are saved through faith and it's not of ourselves meaning anything that we've done why we are being saved it's by the grace of God because we could not save ourselves because the grip that Satan had on us 2,000 years ago was so real he's saying to us that he had to come and save us and that's where John 3.16 comes in. He said, For God so loved the world that he gave his only begotten Son that whosoever 
believe in him would not perish but have everlasting life. This is verse 17 now. For God sent his son into the world not to condemn us but that the world through his son believing in Jesus would be saved. Right there in John 3.16 God is showing it's he who made the first move towards us. That's grace in action. While we were yet sinners, Christ died for our sins and set us free. That's why in the, the message of grace, for it's by grace we are saved through faith, and that's not of ourselves. It's the gift of God. It's this free gift of Jesus. Believe in Jesus, God told us. Believe in the Lord Jesus Christ and you would be saved. You have faith to believe it. But I don't know if I have faith. God told us in his word that he has placed within each and every one of us a measure of faith. So no one on this planet could say they don't have faith. God will not ask us to do something if we couldn't. So he placed faith in us so that we would have faith to place in him, to invest in him. Each and every one of us have faith. Every time we go on a plane, it takes faith to put our lives in that machine and in the pilot's hands. It takes faith to walk into a building and just sit in the empty seat, believing that it will keep us up. It takes faith to get in our car and drive down a road with a million people on the street. It takes faith. We put faith in all kinds of leaders that haven't fulfilled what they say they're going to do. God, who gave us this measure of faith that we're, being, we're using all day long in so many different ways, even you having faith in yourself to accomplish something that you're going after. Where we think we get this faith from, we got this faith from God. He said that he placed within each and every one of us a measure of faith. And the other day, I was looking up what a measure looked like. And one of the results, it says something like 60-something pounds. Let's forget that number. Let's bring it down way less than that. And let's call it 30 pounds. Well, if a measure is 30 pounds, Jesus, when he was here on the planet, said to us, if we have faith like a mustard seed, we could say to the mountain, go throw yourself in the sea. And if we don't doubt in our heart, it will happen. What Jesus was trying to say, He's saying that all of us have faith because God has given us a measure of faith. And if a measure is about 30 pounds and just one grain of mustard seed, which is like a pinhead of faith, could move a mountain, we have more than enough faith to place in God's grace in what he has done for us through Jesus on the cross. So I encourage you to place your faith in the grace of God and live your life abundantly. As we repent and turn 
from that way of living to the way that brings truth and life to you and your fellow men. Fellow men, I know the Spirit of God have blessed you. So kindly like, share this message. Share this message because as you share this message, you are doing exactly what Jesus and what the Spirit of God wants us to do. We are literally being disciples and not just disciples. We are sons and daughters of the kingdom of heaven. And you as a son and as a daughter of your heavenly father would want to take part in sharing the truth that would set men free. So I encourage you to like, share, and subscribe so that this message could grow. This truth could spread all over this planet earth. So kindly like, share, and subscribe to our podcast, fellow men. God bless you. This message is to be continued, but before you go, continue to meditate on what you've heard and ponder on it and think on it and act on it.